Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Many of you have been faithful listeners and givers for the eight awesome years of this podcast, and we so appreciate you. We're taking a little break in order to redesign our podcast. In the meantime, we're putting up some of our favorite, most listened to episodes. We hope they encourage you to apply grace to your daily life. This episode is from our fresh and favorite series. Listen in. Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Here we are. It's so lonely in here. There's just two of us. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not lonely. We, we have well, comp. I mean, a little bit of company. Oh, yeah. But I think of the two titans of Temecula. Right. They're not here. Well, yeah. And they're not in Temecula either. No. I mean, like, who knows where they are, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think that you can be so looking forward to a short podcast with just <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the amount of insight and wisdom we feel today. This yeah. could be thin. It's a seven percent. Yes. Yeah, but no, we got a good verse yes, today. Yes, we do. I like feel like John Kasich. You yeah, know, just dropping out with. Right. Not enough delegates. Yeah, yeah. Not enough. Not yeah. enough. We don't have enough delegates, That's but we're right. going to keep fighting anyway. Here we come. Oh, man. Let's not talk about politics. That no. would make me no. sad. That would make you sad. Yeah. And we don't want to make you sad. We want to encourage you. That's right. So we're in 2 Corinthians 5, and I'll be reading out of the ESV just to honor Bill as if he were here. Mm. And we're going to go from verse 17 all the way through 21. And this is a favorite. Um, Therefore... If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Mm. Mm. Wow. I think that's, for a lot of us, uh, some of our favorite verses from Paul. Yeah. I, I have to read it now. I'm going to ruin a, another perfectly good day of this. But uh, David and I were just reading this through a moment ago. This mystery that has been made manifest uh, in Colossians 1, to whom God willed to make what is known, uh, known what is the riches and glory of the mystery among the Gentiles. This, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So this new creature, this this one who is in Christ it's now a relationship where Christ lives yeah. in me. Yeah, because we, we have been reconciled. Because a lot of times, uh, in a lot of places, you would read these verses and be like, look what could be true. Look yeah. what might be true. And, and will be if you keep if you keep, keep working at the it, thing and making the, that, no, this, these are, are promises. And I guess they're more than promises because that could still mean that it's to come. But these were things that it's like, Purchased for us, given to us right. from the, the moment, righteousness of God. The moment we put our hope in Jesus, um, this becomes true about us, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and that's what's so incredible about this is not counting their trespasses against them, entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. And this isn't just a message of 
like I keep saying, like, oh, you're going to one day be reconciled. You're going to get there and, and bring people along for that one day hope. It's the hope that is now that we get to now experience. Therefore, we're saying this has been entrusted to us. We've already got it. Come mm-hmm. on. Join. Join us. Here we go. It's almost like verse 21 is almost like a proverb where the one side of the couplet explains the other side of the couplet. Yeah. When, when he says, he made him who knew no sin on our behalf, um, uh, to, who knew no sin, to be sin, to actually in a moment's time become our sin so that in a moment's time when we put our hope in Christ, we get to become the righteousness of God right. uh, uh, in Christ. If that first part is true, if he became sin in a moment's period of time and not maybe someday, right. someday, then the following correlation is and the moment we put our hope in Christ, we become the righteousness of God in Christ. Yeah. Incredible. In, in, as we always say, it sounds too good to be true. It sounds impossible. And that's where we always add the caveat. We didn't say you were mature. Yeah. We just said that you actually have Christ's righteousness in you now, believer. Mm-hmm. And and how that was paid for. Last night I was talking with some friends. We were talking about kind of this this very thing of of Christ on the cross and garden of gethsemane and 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 love and all of that and i was remembering something that oz guinness wrote i'm going to probably not get it quite right but i think it was him who said that christianity is the only religion whose god or savior or or deity bears the mark of evil and i think we we understand that Christ went through a lot and, and that he did it for love and all of that. But if you think about the excruciating, I mean, you can't even call it experience, the excruciating pain that Jesus went through for the sake of love, both before in the Garden of Gethsemane when, you know, he's he's crying or, or sweating blood. And, and he's not wanting to get out of it, but he's saying, God, is there a different way? But there is no other way, and I'm going to go through with it. And then when it talks about Christ literally being dis- disfigured to the point of not being able to be looked upon, um, all of that happened so grace could mean this much. And when people talk about cheap grace, okay, yeah, there's such a thing as people taking advantage of what they want to do. But there is no such thing as cheap grace because grace is the thing that was purchased through that excruciating excruciating experience of Christ on the cross. And so it's, it's really offensive to, to call grace cheap because it was paid for. Um, it, it is the gospel. It's almost oxymoronic, isn't it? It's yeah. not, it, it, it's, you, you can't, it may be cheap something, but it's not cheap grace. Right. Not if it's come from there. Right. So, so what difference does this make? What difference would it make? If I believe someday, maybe, in the best case scenario, if I work hard enough and eventually enough spiritual formation, enough cleansing, enough repentance, enough consecration, maybe someday I will become sort of righteous. What difference would it make in my behavior right now if I actually believed that I am righteous? What what would it difference would it make in my attitude, in my attitude towards my own sin, 
and why I give myself permission to sin, we 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 think that that's at the center mm-hmm. of of our hope. Right. And it's also at the center of what you offer. Because if you offer a gospel that is one day you can work as hard as me and, and get to a sense of God being, you know, pleased with you because of how hard you work and how yeah. much you study and how much you know and how much you can explain, um, what you're going to pass on is a, is a not freedom. Yeah. It's, um, so that sense of how do we make disciples? Well, it, it is everything to do with, with this verse when it's saying that we, let me, let me just find it here again, that we are ambassadors for Christ. So which way are we going to be ambassadors? Are we going to be ambassadors for a Christ that we can never please? Or are we going to be ambassadors for the Christ who is already pleased with us, who gave everything to get us and says, you are already it. Go out and tell people that they can have it too. That's, that's the kind of ambassadors we get to be because grace is that real. So we are reconciled to God. Past, present, future, done, reconciled, and we get to live in that. That's the gospel. So, yeah, I, that's a great question, John. What would it change? And if you're listening today, you know, do the same thing that we're going to be doing, which is, Today, what would that change? I, I, there's a litany of things for me that that does change or that when I remember that, that that reminds me of, well, oh, okay, that's not consistent with who I am. It's not just me being a bad person or whatever you want. It's like, that's not who I am. I don't have to live out of that. Yeah, and I think that permission, that self-entitlement that I give myself because I eventually give up and say, I will always be this worm. Yeah. I will always be this failure. Who am I kidding? Let's just go ahead and play that out. Right. And, and, and I'll get forgiven, but I am a loser. And yeah. it, it, once, once your name is Christ in you, it changes uh, the permission that you have and the freedom that you have yeah. and the empowerment that you have. Right. So know that you have already been given the gift of righteousness. And one of the things that lets you do is um, tell on yourself and, and not lose your place. And so friendships change, relationships change, repentance changes, that um, when we create communities where we believe this, mm-hmm. even even in marginal mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. little bits, it changes mm-hmm. how we see each other, how we relate to each other, how do we encourage each other, how we promote each other, and, and most of all, how we, like we were talking about in Galatians 6, how we lift each other up. Yeah. And so... Be encouraged today that this is already yours. I love what you say about ambassadors, David, because there's always new people coming in who don't carry this and who mess up the ointment. uh, But we get to model this way of life. And when they come into it, they go, oh, that currency doesn't play here. You guys don't live like that. Oh, I could live a different way. Right. It's a... So so it'll always be clumsy, it'll always be awkward, it'll always be imperfect in a community trying to live this, but uh, what a gift when we grab hold of this. Absolutely. Well, we will see you next week on the True Face podcast, and sure. who knows, it might just be John. Yeah, who needs Bill and Bruce, yeah, exactly. really? Exactly, or me, for that yeah. matter. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening to the True Face podcast. If you would like to join the many listeners who support TrueFace financially or sign up for our monthly newsletter, please visit TrueFace.org. If you'd like to read the materials these podcasts reference, visit TrueFace.store.